Hello, everybody. We're coming to you from Black Wolf CrossFit with the 2019 update show for the CrossFit Games Open here at Black Wolf. I am joined by Joel and our newest addition to the team, Miranda. It's good to have you guys with me. Good morning, Ben. Morning. It's uh, It was an exciting weekend for the Open. Uh, so we did skip 19.1 in terms of the update show because we didn't have the the team had not yet come together, but now that we are united and it feels so good, uh, we'll be doing this every Monday for the next, or for this week plus three more weeks for the duration of the Open. Uh, we had 19.2 released last week on Thursday night, um, and it was a good one. It was, can someone confirm, and I think Miranda would know more than Joelle, Miranda, this was a repeat, right? This was a repeat. <laughs> yes, Joelle, it was. <laughs> Do you do you remember what it felt like in what was it 2016? 2016, yes. I honestly don't remember doing this workout though. Okay. I don't think I started the open until 2017. Okay. So that's why I didn't think you would know. So I'm glad you were yeah. so confident in your response. All right. So <laughs> officially, it what you're not on the microphone, so you cannot speak. All right. So officially, it was a repeat. But with most of our athletes, this is their first or second open, so they're kind of in the same boat as the rest of the couch where. Um, doesn't matter if it's a repeat because it was new to them. So for those that don't know, since um, Joelle's fidgeting right now, I will go over what the workout was. And it was one of Dave Castro's favorite ideas, which is give them a time frame in which to potentially complete a task and dangle the carrot of more time to work if you were to complete that, um, uh, the, that amount of work. And so in this case, you basically had two rounds inside of the eight minutes. And the rounds began with 25 toes to bar, 50 double unders, and then 15 cleans. Now, uh, we, we, there were many, many different weights, okay? But basically the premise is the 25 toes to bar and the 50 double unders remained the same and always repeated with the cleans reducing repetitions by two each time and increasing weight by about 20 to 30 pounds, depending if you were RX or scaled, uh, depending men, male, female, there were bigger jumps, smaller jumps, but premise was cleans went down in repetitions while getting heavier in weight while you still had to be able to work out 25 toes to bar and 50 double unders per round so uh, I am going to throw this to Joel because we had really our first open test um, with high skill and so last week with the 19 calorie row and nine or I'm sorry 19 wall balls 19 calorie row it was low skill. Everybody was able to complete that task. Maybe the weight was heavy. Maybe there was a challenge, but um, it was maybe a strength component that prevented you, meaning not being able to get a 20 foot, 20 pound ball to a 10 foot line. Uh, so you had to scale, but you were able to complete the workout to some degree. This workout, you very literally could have found yourself staring at the pull up bar for eight minutes or staring at your jump rope for eight minutes. So Joel, all in all, kind of as a summation of the group uh, or of the event, can you take her microphone since she's been handing it to you? Yeah. Okay. I don't know who's mic to, to How do you think it went in terms of the athletes? Because obviously you could also pick the, the scaled movements. The scaled movements being a hanging knee raise in place of toes to bar and a single under with no additional reps in place of double under. So how do you think it went in terms of athletes choosing the RX versus choosing the scale um, and taking on those challenges versus maybe those choosing, hey, I literally will not get a toes to bar. So I, I, I don't want to stand still for eight minutes. Um. I think we had a good display of everyone doing both parts. So, I mean, like you said, there were people who could not do 
like Toast Barge said, like that was no, that wasn't in the wheelhouse whatsoever. They weren't gonna, they weren't in contention, like maybe get it. Like some people get their first Toast Bar here and there and there. Like some people were just were not allowed, were unable to do the movement. So them doing it scaled was the right call. And um, I do think they did a great job of ma of the scaled movements. I think they did a great job of that because like hanging knee raises, like that allowed people to actually get a workout in and not like get a shot. Well, maybe they did. Maybe you might have gotten a shot to your ego with the scaled version. But the scaled version it seemed like a very fun workout. Like I could see, I could see us doing that, for, like just to do it, just as work. Cause it looks sure, it's like a good workout. Um, and then those that went RX, some people got stuck in that first round and they accepted it. Like, like we have a good group of people here that were not like too impacted, like too too much. Like, oh man, I really really sucked. It's like, no, you did RX, and like we had some people do all the toast bar in a workout, in a round, and all the double unders in a round for the first time right. in that workout. And that was very big uh, for some, and that was pretty cool. So, I mean, I think it went well really both ways. There are probably some people who could have gotten, who could have done the workout RX and gotten stuck, but that wasn't what they wanted to do. And, right. again, I think the Open should I think the open should be allowed to people having fun with it. It shouldn't be too serious to where, like, hey, if you – if you got five, you're going to stay under that bar forever. Um, I think you should have that choice to go either either which way. But I also don't think that you should do skilled because it's the easier one. Right. If that makes sense. No, we spoke about – you and I spoke about that on the podcast on Friday um, about athletes going scaled because they were going to get – 20 minutes in versus going rx and getting eight minutes in and where that line was um and i agree with you i think that for the most part most people made a great decision uh as like logistically watching someone work for 20 minutes when most people finish an eight i was like okay this is this is trouble but it it, it honestly it added to the the environment and the energy yeah. uh and we will get to some of those stories but go ahead and toss that mic over to miranda because this night was kind of a special night. It was my birthday, okay? But uh, And so the there was, like, literally decorations. We had a theme. The theme was Disney. Um, we can go into detail on why that is, especially for someone like Miranda, like, who literally, her and Robert walked in for the first time since arriving in Houston <laughs> to just a show, a display of Disney and a, the, a bunch of people in a gym. So, uh, Miranda, upon arrival... And now you didn't literally like step out of the car from Kenosha. Y'all had been here for one night. Um, but upon arrival, what was it like walking into the chaos that was 19.2 or the start of Friday Night Lights for 19.2? It was awesome. I mean, that's that's what the Open is all about, I think, is that energy and walking in kind of at the same time as you, which was was pretty awesome. And everyone cheering and seeing all the balloons and everyone dressed up like that's all you can really ask for for the open is just that incredible energy and that's what ultimately leads people to do their best and kind of do things that maybe they thought they weren't capable of in the workouts anyways so i thought that was definitely special awesome yeah i i i, I mean it seems silly that something like costumes can change something but i do think to me watching how many people were willing to dress up i mean from zach who i mean look Zach's a grown-ass man with a beautiful wife and two kids. That's a grown adult, and he dressed up like Olaf, like a homemade Olaf <laughs> outfit. To, to Joel Balderas, who is a grown-ass man. He's an attorney, and he's running around like a stripper. I mean, uh, 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 and he's dressed as Mickey Mouse. I have a great Polaroid with him. Um, 
it, it did add to the energy because it led, I believe you're, you're spot on that it did lead to some of the specific events that we're going to talk about, the celebrations of people overcoming things. Um, but real quick for both of you, so kind of share the mic here. Do we have a favorite outfit? I thought uh, Maddie's outfit was really cute. It was really cute. It was like the pink version of Minnie Mouse. Yeah, Madeline Garcia, our Ma- team member Maddie, she she dressed up, that tutu, everything. That was all like within two days. Yeah. I think you have to mention Elle's Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah, that was great. Elle's too. Tinkerbell. Even she had she- glitter flying during those toaster yes. bar. <laughs> yes, she did. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was very, very magical. Some great, great outfits. Um, and then, of course, the food. Uh, Joel Balderas, again, brought the barbecue out, had had some boys out there grilling up the whole time, and we're grateful for that. Um, and then the cake. I still didn't – my mom bring the cake. We Nobody's told me where the cake came from, but birthday cake arrived, and it was delicious. And so we were set for a great night. Uh, the energy and support was at an all-time high. And, I mean, we've had some pretty epic nights here, but I would say that that was either our best or one of our best. And so let's get to what actually took place. Um, pretty early on, I mean, what, Dominique was Heat 1 or Heat 2? Doesn't really matter. But at some point, Dominique is the last athlete on the floor. She did take on the scaled workout, and I think we believe she operated for the full 20 minutes. And so watching her approach that bar... Neil deGrasse Tyson be ashamed of you. Um, watching her approach that bar, I don't remember if she missed a lift. I think she maybe missed her first try. And then she just started digging them out. And uh, I don't know. I mean, how did y'all feel? What was that like? I know y'all were warming up because you two both went in heat three. But were y'all able to kind of ride off of that energy during the warm-up or y'all already kind of in your zone? You don't have the microphone, so make sure you... I know it pick, it had to have picked up that yell. It had to have. I was excited. I was pumped. Like that seeing that, like that was awesome. Like everything stopped. All eyes were on Dominique. Everyone was in front of her cheering, hoping she would make each and every one of those lifts, every attempt. She may have missed one or two. I'm not sure. That doesn't count. What matters is everyone was there and I have like the perfect picture for it too. Uh I mean even Zach commented on it like an hour ago. Right there. Like that's yep. That's a display. Like, oh, make sure I walk away with it. I don't know. I don't. No one could see it, but no, you I'll have put a crowd of people in front of Dominique. She's under the bar. She's standing up. Everyone's yelling. Like this building was just electric. That's a great like, photo. Just, That's such a good photo. It was, um, it was nuts. You know, something else I I remember, and and Miranda had mentioned this was, uh, you know, Miranda walks in and she's got a Judge Heat one, and she had she had Greg, and the the beauty of Greg was as he's moving, he's not concerned about going faster. He's like, Hey, Hey, am I doing all right? Is my, is, are my reps good? Is the quality right? Am I doing it correctly? And I think that just speaks to how great that was. Um, what was, what was that? And kind of your second first introduction to our athletes and especially someone like Greg, who I don't believe was here when you were here. So I don't think you would even mention him, which is also the beauty of how we run the open where you might be counting for someone you don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the first impressions I even had coming here was that everyone moved really well and you could tell that they really cared about their form. And so I thought that was really cool that, you know, he was doing his his squat cleans where he mostly did like a power clean and then wrote it down into the bottom of a squat. But I was like reminding him how many he had left and he was like, well, how's my form though? Like, what's my form looking like? And so then I kind of threw in a couple of tips there to help him out and keep his chest up a little bit more. But But that was really cool. I thought that 
that was awesome. Yeah, our people. I, I, it's and and he he specifically the humility of spirit is so appreciated here. But he does kind of represent you know the greater group, which is they do want to make sure they're moving well. And and we've all been in gyms and environments where that is not the priority. The priority is like, why did you know rep me? That doesn't that should have counted. It's like, bro, you didn't get close to parallel. Right, and especially in the open too. And I think. There can be a lot of debate in the open this year because it is so different than it's been in the past. But with the way CrossFit is kind of going, where it's more of like the general population and more focused on like health overall and not so much competition, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of that in things like the open, which obviously is a good thing. But I know some people are obviously upset that the open is different. And with workouts like last week, 19.1, where it's one where essentially everyone can do it. Right. Some of the more competitive people are like, well, throw stuff in there that not everyone can do. You know, so there's there's both sides and some people get upset. But I think overall, it's a good way that CrossFit is going more towards general health and overall wellness and all that. And so I think we may start seeing some more of that in the open as well. Of I focus agree. On form. It'll be it'll be fascinating to see the evolution of the open now that it's pr- I mean, no offense to whoever wins it. But it's purposeless as far as the games goes, meaning if you're that top guy or top girl in the country and in every country, so like one person, then great, it's very powerful for you. Mm-hmm. But for 99% of the participants, it, it really is just about community. It's about what your gym puts on. And so if the gym's not doing something special, we and Joelle and I are, are aware of a gym locally I'm, that we're, we're judging one of the athletes for because he there's nobody there that took the judges course there's nobody that like because it's different now they saw no reason to take part in it and i have another gym that that we one of the side businesses was working with and he was talking about how ridiculous the open is now and how it's just too much work for him and so if anybody wants to do it he'll let him do it but he's not going to promote it and it was just the opportunity is missed i mean nobody's complained about the work more than me nobody's complained about the logistics (laughs) and managing the number of people more than i have but we will still do it every year because the opportunity for the community to come together, the opportunity for you to be in front of people when you are an athlete that would probably not compete, probably right. never be on that stage. It's, I mean, it's so empowering. And we forget, especially if we came up playing sports where we played in front of people. We were in front of people already. There are people in our classes that have never performed in front of people, have never been told great job. And so the Open is this chance for in that picture with Dominique, and I don't know Dominique's history in terms of what she, but if say she's never performed in front of people, well, she's got 20 people right there in her face telling her how amazing she is in the middle of her biggest challenge. Right. And that's so powerful. And if we take that away because it's hard to set up or because we're not going to regionals anymore, that's so short-sighted. I wonder, and this is not, we got to, we need to move on, but I have a, a bigger question of like, are gyms going to end up closing? now that they can't hang their hat on being a regional capable gym. Right. That would be interesting to see. But I mean like like I said it's all about the magic of the open is a real thing. Like yes. that's what gets you to do things you never thought you'd be able to do and I think it makes people possibly more inclined to do like local competitions yeah. or something because it helps them feel more comfortable in that kind of environment. And then you're seeing everyone in the gym whereas if you only go to 5:30 a.m. class or 6 30 p.m class you know it it brings everyone together and you're all you're there to have fun it's fun absolutely and uh so and i would be remiss i'd be silly to not mention the performances of the two people on the couch as well as robert i mean 
some of the most motivating performances we're watching. You two left. You two went head to head in heat number three, and then Robert was heat number four, I believe. And um, what? No, he was he was two, two. He two. Okay. Um, and so I want to ask y'all, and let's throw it back to Joel since it's been a while since he's spoken on the mic. Um, yo yo yo. And the same question will be the same for y'all. Kind of what were the highlights? Turn my mic on. Actually, I'll just hand my mic over to Miranda. Actually, hand her that one. I'll just hand you I'll this hand one. I'll hand over this mic to Miranda. I want to hear the highlights. I want to hear what maybe snuck up on you. What were the feelings at what point in the eight minutes, in the 12, whatever we got to? Um, what were? Let's start with this. What were our feelings going in? Um, for me, toes to bar are not my favorite movement. So same. I knew for sure that I would have to break those up early. So for me, I kind of stuck to threes. Whereas sometimes I, in the past, I'd be a little bit more ambitious of like, oh, it's 25, I can do fives. But now I've learned that I know I can't do that quite yet. So I stuck to threes, and that felt really good for the first two rounds. However, after that, I did kind of have to break up to singles, mm -hmm. which is fine. Mm -hmm. I kind of could expect that. So broke those up early. Um, double unders are probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, movements. So I can do those unbroken. I enjoy those. Kind of use like that. A when you do double unders. Yeah. <laughs> kind of do that as almost my break. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. get to the bar. My plan was to stay singles on the squat cleans the whole time and just no more than five seconds in between reps, which I yeah. thought I was able to stick to. So what was your plan? Uh, Plan one, do not do unbroken toaster bar. Well, at least, like, don't work to failure, which is something I told a lot of people. like, Because everyone's going to be tempted to just, like, hold on to that bar. It's like, Yo, everyone has been breaking them up. Break up those damn toaster bars. So I stuck to that as well. Well, kind of, sort of. My plan was to get the first 25 over with quickly. Not as fast as I can. Quickly. Because I already know that my toaster bar go away. At a full round where I just did singles the whole time. And those just absolutely are gnarly. So it was, I think it was 10-10-5, maybe round one. The double unders get those done as fast as I can because in this workout, it seemed like every second counted. You only had eight minutes to do those two rounds and then to earn extra time, yada, yada, yada. The cleans, very easy to just like, I'm going to tap and go this weight. It's super simple to tap and go. I did threes there. Uh, I was going to go on doing singles, but I was like, I don't want to do singles. I also didn't want to go unbroke the 15, so I, I got a healthy medium of threes. Tap and go threes, drop it. Tap and go threes, drop it. And then that second round double unders, it was a wall. Like, oh, there it goes. They're gone. They're going. My pecs are sore. I don't know about you, but do your pecs get sore from toaster bar? Mine do. Yeah, sometimes. Mine, my pecs are so sore from those damn toaster bar. Just pushing my body back to kick that bar. Um, I may have. I think I may have even no rip myself on a toaster bar, just because those things were just just absolutely gnarly. Um, but um, yeah, every second was 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 every second count in that workout. Toaster bar were the worst part. I was dreading those. I brought that up in the podcast the day before. I told Ben, hey, Tails of Bar, not looking forward to those. Twitch is like, dude, you're a monster. And then he sees me doing it. He's like, oh, he's not a monster on Tails of Bar. <laughs> oh, I see what he's saying. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, um, the goal was to get to the 225s. Um, the goal was to get as close to finishing that round as possible. And my last clean was in, was in the last 10 seconds. I remember hearing Ben go, 10 seconds. I'm like, okay, I got to pick it up now. There's no time to waste here. Uh, and then you, uh, I thought you were done with the yeah, workout. And I came, came over to him and was like, patting his back, like, good job. I had and no he idea was like, kind of like shooing me away. And, like, and <laughs> to be fair, he did look like he was stopped. I mean, he was over his knees for quite a bit. 
Yeah, was, so I thought he was done, and There's then there, I, I yeah. found a picture of me just holding on to my knees as if <laughs> if I let go, they're gonna die. I'm gonna die. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what was <laughs> like coming out of your mouth at that point. I I felt nudges, and it was like, and I was like, don't throw up. Just go to the bar, get started. As soon as I did that last clean, my first thought was, shit, I have to do 25 more toes to bar. Yeah, this is like one of those workouts where mentally you almost just don't even want to make it to the next <laughs> round. Yeah, yeah. You have to yeah. go in the pain cave a little bit. So now that the Open's changed, kind of as we said, and and I are, I already thought this was dumb back in the day, but I definitely would be idiotic now. But say we were still in the days of redoing workouts. Mm-hmm. If you redid it, what do you think the difference in result would be for you? I think I could definitely make it into the next round. Like I missed it by one clean. So obviously could make up some ground definitely that's on like the toes to bar and that's make it tempting <laughs> not to redo. Right. But for me it's again, it's just fun this year. Like I just wanna get to know everyone and like hang out and I mean we're doing the fittest experience in May, so I'm kinda mm. just gearing up for that, especially yep. coming off of a lot of traveling and yeah. transition time. So, so I'm sh- just you're, you're on a team, right? Yes. You're gonna be on team you're gonna be a team? We're on team and I'm on team with Sam. So we're both, going, we're both going on team. So it's going to go down. <laughs> Fittest Experience, May 3rd through 5th. The weekend of the 3rd through the 5th is the TFX competition. So Miranda will be on a team. I'll be on a team. So put that in your calendars if you want to go travel out. Last year when I went, a few athletes from the gym went to go to go see. So that was pretty cool to see. Uh, my family made shirts. That was pretty awesome. That's so fun. It was, yeah, it was it was quite the – It's it was fun. It's It's a fun competition. That was my first big solo one. Um, so I think you'll have a lot of fun doing it. Have you ever done TFX? Have you had to travel down no. to do that one? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many competitions have you done? Um, Only f- like a handful. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Same All in Wisconsin, the area. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, s- we'll see Where's how the, the South compares. Oh, All right, so. Sorry. Week number three is upon us. Uh, it is Monday, so in three days they'll be releasing another workout. There's obviously with three of the five weeks still remaining, there's plenty of options, but – what do we think this week? I, I am not prone for speculation, but we haven't seen bar muscle-ups. We haven't seen ring muscle-ups. We haven't seen burpees. We haven't seen thrusters. Those are four things that often come up in it. So what do we think? Uh, there's no reason to guess other than for fun. So give me, lay me out what we're going to see. We're going to see... Something with dumbbells, maybe dumbbell snatch. Ooh, that's not bad. Because the whole dumbbell thing was popular the year before, but... Excuse Jax. But I'm going to guess something with dumbbells, dumbbell snatch to be specific if I had to take a gander. Mm. So would you say we might see the box as well? Oh, that would suck if it was a repeat of 17.1. Uh, I think muscle... I feel... I think muscle ups. I feel like that's... I don't know. That's uh, My thought has been... My thought has been muscle ups, like... That's just my. That's just been in my head this whole time. I was like, I bet muscles are coming up, or they will at least in one of the workouts. Or handstand pushups. Or handstand pushups. I could use some handstand pushups. I like me some handstand pushups. Me too. With last year's standard, I thought that was. Awesome. Uh, I that loved, was so I loved tough. That. I loved it. It's, I was. Well, yeah, I I'd agree. I I'd be curious to see on handstand pushups now that there's not regionals. Are they going to put us through that handstand push-up standard that was so problematic for so many athletes last year? Um, I do think dumbbells are probably coming. We just used a barbell. Now, Castro has shown us time and time again he doesn't care about patterns. 
he's not interested in because you did a skill this week, you won't do a skill next week. Right. It, I mean, he'll put you right back up on that pull-up bar. So who really knows? We got 19.3 this week, another Friday night. I thought that same thing in the shower yesterday. That's a weird thing to say. I know. It is, but I felt I had to say <laughs> um, And so with the arrival of 19.3, we're going to go ahead and say it right now. We're going to do another theme. And this time, I, we, it's going to be – and here's what I'm curious about. I don't know whether – what are you pointing at? It's great. It's a great face. Is, is that why we stopped? Yeah. Now I'm going to have to put that photo up and show them why we stopped to talk about that. <laughs> But in two weeks, we got St. Patrick's Day. So that's an easy one. So you're going to wear your green in two weeks. So this week, what we're going to say, we're going to say that you're going to dress like the stereotypical CrossFitter. So I want to see headbands. I want to see tall socks. I want to see Lulu shorts or whatever shorts. They don't, you don't have to go get a brand. Okay. Basically, you could pretty much go like 80s workout gear, but like with modern colors. And it's kind of the same thing. Nobody ever said that. Men wear board shorts because that was the jam. Okay. And then Lulu... Uh, speed shorts were the women's things for the longest time before the booty shorts came in. So uh, we're going to just have some fun with that. Mainly it's tall socks and headbands. Let's be real. That's really the main thing we're focusing on here. Oh, wristbands. Well, you didn't... Did we see wristbands a lot? You know what? You saw more wrist wraps back in the day. You don't see as many wrist wraps anymore. Yeah. You saw more wrist wraps back in the day. Um, but wear your favorite CrossFit gear. We'll go ahead and say that. Uh, just pretend it's a rope climb day. Just wear those tall socks. I got to say bacon on them or something like that because that was very popular a couple years ago. Uh, anything else? I mean, I figured we just wrap this up. The scores, I guess we can touch base on that. We finally put a spreadsheet together. Uh, we talked about the top five scores are Team Joel right now, and I did not include Joel in that because um, I don't know. Oh, because I don't have a score to input for Miranda on week one, so that's not fair to put the coaches head-to-head just yet. So we'll say the top four. Hey, watch it, David. Watch. Why are you in here? <laughs> there was a dog situation. Whoops. Why the fuck is he in here? I don't know. Oh, you're fine. Totally fine. What was he pushing in there? Like, what the fuck was he doing? Come on. Whoops. Edit right around that. Oh, man. Okay. What the fuck is he doing? He was going to be in the TV. I don't give a shit. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know why he was in there. She put it there. Come on, Jack. Why you got to scare Mrs. David like that? Well, he didn't start barking until he started freaking out. Yeah, David's like, then Jack's just like, oh, you want to die? I'll kill you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm going to just pretend. Don't yell at me. Oh, come on. <laughs> Why are you yelling? 
All right, to wrap it up, we're going to talk about the scores here. So the top four are uh, team – top five, I'm sorry, are team Joel. So team Miranda, we've got a little bit of work to do here. <laughs> However, as soon as you get below that top five, there is a lot of team Miranda. So not far behind. This is also not – the final way we're going to score, we're going to take into account who performed on Friday night versus who performed during the day. There will be extra points for showing up on Friday night. We're not going to do point deductions for not showing up on Friday night, but uh, you just won't get those bonus points. And then consistency. So far, we've had a ton of people do both workouts. Um, we're going to give a freebie. So if you can't make a week, one week, that's fine. But any more than one week missed, we're gonna, there's going to be deductions for that. Um, so we will be posting this, and so you can actually see it yourselves. But I think the teams are stacked up pretty nicely here, and it's been a great two weeks so far. So we will see you this Friday. Uh, it'll start again, 630. Appreciate y'all getting here earlier so we can roll. There will be no birthday shenanigans, so we'll be able to be on time and get going. But uh, I think it's been an, a pretty amazing first two weeks, and I look forward to what we have coming. So thank you to Miranda. Thank you to Joel for sitting down. We'll be back next Monday with another update show. Y'all have a fabulous week, and we will see you for 19.3. Later.